Welcome to Serviced Accommodation Secrets with me, Sally Kemba. This is the podcast where you get the on the ground experience that we're living and breathing with our serviced accommodation units. So you get to share our hacks and tips, our mistakes, so you can learn from those and thrive on our success. Hi, it's Sally here, and welcome to Serviced Accommodation Secrets, the podcast. And this time it's all about how to work successfully with corporate agents as we've been with uh, several, so Silver Door and Situ for a little while. We're onboarding with others. We're with Bridge Street as well. And this week just gone, I had a great meeting with Silver Door at their HQ in Chiswick and meeting my uh, new account manager as well as having a meeting with my current um, account manager at Silverdor and it was really great to see them. I have met my account manager before Chris and chatted to him a few times um, because one of the things that I really urge you to do if you're in service accommodation is to go to the Sabbath event in London. Usually it's at Blackfriars Wine Bar but it varies because it's been sponsored by somebody else. It's a different venue um, in March this year. But that's a great place to actually speak to all sorts of different corporate agents. And they'll have their sales team there as well as supply chain. So i.e., the people who are going to be looking for your properties to uh, supply to their guests they will be there, but also the sales team and other people from the business. But it's brilliant to speak to all of them because if you've got even just one service department or service accommodation house um, or other kind of property, it could be something quirky, I don't know. You might have glamping or a boat. Um, if you've got a property and you chat to these guys, you can get to know what they're about and what they need. So really remember, all it comes down to is, well, properties are people business, but SA being hospitality, it really definitely is a people's people business. And so I wanted to go through the benefits of partnering with corporate agents, and I'll go through some of the key aspects. But um, I really found some nuggets of wisdom meeting up with the guys as well. So Chris and Ollie, it was great. And if you ever do go and see them, by the way, take cakes or something. They like that. It makes them happy. Uh, so that's just another little tip. But seriously, since about last summer, um, September really is when I started going to the Sabah event. And I had spoken to Chris, our account manager before that, but since September, we've had £29,000 worth of bookings from Silverdor alone. And so that's pretty good, isn't it? And it's taken us through the quiet period of January. We had, you know, four-month booking, then another one, and another two-month booking that coincided, and more bookings. And so it's pretty good. And so let's go through these benefits so that you can have this happening in your essay business as well. So... First thing is to think about your guests and keeping them happy. Okay, because 
if you have happy guests who've booked through somebody like Silverdor and you're solving any issues that arise or you prevent issues arising in the first place, then it means that the corporate agents have less hassle, less problems, and so they're going to want to come back to you, you know. It's the path of least resistance for them. And in the first place, get to know them. So if they know you, they'll offer your properties to their teams. Uh, So the next thing is that you can think about what kind of customer avatar you have and the ideal type of guest you want. But for us, we really like having long-term bookings. That's great. They may extend as well. Um, next thing is you might need to meet and greet somebody if they're flying in from overseas, say India, for example, and they're going to stay to, um, in your SA unit four to six months. It seems like a good plan. And so I'll go into that. Um, and you may also need to show the corporate agents around your property as well. And the next thing is think about the other benefits too, like a low overheads. And just a few key tips on what else you can offer that um, will make you more appealing to the corporate agents. And have a rate sheet of your rates so that you can quote easily for longer term stays. And also note, you could say that it's a con, as in pros and cons, um, that they cut charge commission and commission plus VAT but they can become a really valuable part of your business so and one more thing is that actually it's great to have a mix of different types of bookings so that's something I'll go into as well so the first thing really is to make sure your corporate guests are happy and you know when they're staying solve any problems that occur and you know make sure they know what's where in the property so how does the heating work um how do they get to the you know late night co-op and you know travel and just things like that so just be really awesome as a host and then they're going to want to come back and they recommend their colleagues so this is obviously while they're staying (laughs) but what you can also do is get to know your account manager so as I said I met up with Chris and then there's Ollie who's our new account manager get to know them have a chat with them whether it's at the networking event or whether you want to go and visit the head office and so this goes for not just Silverdor but all sorts of different corporate agents they are because if they get to know you, you're going to be the go-to person in your area and they're going to offer your properties to the teams. So I met several teams. One specifically covers our area, but then there are other teams that cover different parts of the UK and some of them are leisure as well. But, you know, we do get some leisure guests too, but we're mostly corporate. And what can happen is that you know 
circumstances might occur like I said to the guys in the European team so if somebody comes to the UK and they get stuck like last week because of Storm Chiara then you know they've got somewhere near in us about quarter of an hour's uh, drive taxi or train ride away where they could stay if their fl- flights delay till the next day or say if their arrangements change and they've got a bit more time before their booked flight those kind of things so use your initiative to sort of offer yourself or not yourself your property as a brilliant place for them to stay regardless of you know the ins and outs of who strictly speaking covers which area if you are flexible and and you know creative with how you speak to people then they'll think actually yeah that would be a really good thing to do and i'll bear them in mind because they're so near the airport or they're so near you know whatever facility you are near you're going to be near something good because you've got sa so bear in mind that you know, it's not just one um, team in that one area that's going to be looking for places. There's going to be an overlap. So talk to them, get to know them, find out what they need because put yourself in their shoes. They've got people inquiring who want somewhere to stay. So respond to them quickly and then they can get a quote out to this potential guest nice and quickly. So they're more likely to win the business. And, you know, their company is going to do better if they can get more stays booked. And if they know that you're a brilliant place for guests to stay, you're reliable, then, you know, that really helps them. So they're going to keep using you. As I say, you'll become the go-to person with the go-to properties for them. Uh, so the next thing is that you become the path of least resistance. So if you make it easy for them to book, if you've got all your information up to date on their sites, um, which, you know, there's going to be a bit of compliance and things like that. Accreditation is something coming in, but that's good because it's safe for the guests then. But just make sure you've got all the details that they need. And then it's an easy route for your account manager and your teams uh, taking the calls as I said, just to book you because if you're answering quickly, you're always giving um, all the same information, you've got it at your fingertips, then that's brilliant. Now you might want to outsource this. So RBA does a lot of this for us. And so initially, you know, I did it all. Um, and then I do speak to the agents in the mornings, actually, because our VA doesn't cover mornings currently. Um, but we will build on that team. But our VA is brilliant at making calls, speak to, speaking to them, sending them quotes, because we have a system for that. So that's really, really helpful. And the next thing, yeah, so solve problems and prevent them arising. So when the guests are staying, if something looks like it might happen or if something's happened, sort it out really quickly. Don't just wait a couple of days. You want the guests to be happy and they're having a good time. You know, if you're in a hotel or something, they don't wait weeks to fix something. (laughs) They want it done quickly. So you want to give a good comparable service. And if you don't, other SA operators will. So obviously, you know, if you can sort things out, then that really helps. And that's not just while they're staying. It's actually also while they're booking. So um, I'm considering asking our freeholders who are the developers as well. And we lease 
our properties from them, you know, rent to SA, um, I'm thinking of asking them whether we might be able to take small pets in our downstairs ones because then they have their own front doors so then wouldn't be animals going up and down the corridors where other people stay and live um, because I think perhaps that isn't quite the thing so I'm considering that although it will have to be an amendment to our agreement and I won't do it without asking and it turns out that corporate agents have deep clean um, and deposit um, monies organized so that you know, if there are accidents, villages, etc., then they can be sorted out more easily. And obviously it depends what kind of property you've got. You know, I wouldn't suggest it for, we've got a fourth floor and a second floor apartment as well. And I wouldn't suggest it for that because, you know, it's a bit unkind to have animals that high up anyway, but certainly it would be intruding on the communal areas where guests are inside. And I don't think that's appropriate in any case. I don't think that would be allowed, but it's just a thing that can happen is a, a potential guest inquires um, to one of the agents and they have a small dog or something and they want to bring the animal with them if they're staying a long time. Then if you're a property that takes pets, then, you know, you'll get that booking because there aren't so many people who do. So the next thing is the length of booking so we really like having long-term bookings and long-term stays and encourage that and it may be that you know these guests might extend towards the end because their project might go on longer um, or it might be cut short because their location changes but then you have cancellation policies in place so that that's dealt with and you don't lose out so long-term bookings just have so many benefits to them um, because you've got the predictability and, you know, it's just so much easier. Even if it's Monday to Friday, um, which we tend to be busy during the week, not so much at the weekends, whereas, you know, lots of holiday-type places, leisure stays would be weekends, obviously. And you learn a lot from when guests stay long term. And, you know, if they're staying quite a while, you can actually provide things you wouldn't normally. So I was talking to one of the guys at the Sava event from the apartment service and he said, yeah, if we have to buy 40 rice cookers, then we will because we've got 40 people wanting to stay. You know, it's worth it for however much they are. Not that much money compared to the nightly rate times however many months. So you know, it's, it's really worth doing. And you learn a lot about the types of things that guests need and some of the things that uh, the guys, um, our account managers from Silverdor were saying, Ollie was saying, you know, if you have things that make people feel more at home so you don't even necessarily have to provide a Netflix subscription. If people have a gadget and Fire Stick, etc. They can access their Amazon Prime. They can log into their own Netflix because so many people have it now and continue watching where they left off. They have all their things on their lists and everything. You know, they can. It's just like they're at home watching it on their own account. They can just access these things and um, potentially things like Alexa, but not necessarily. Um, but they did also say think about the type of information that might be stored on something like that so make sure there's not information stored on any gadgets because um, you know GDPR and you know private information you don't want shared but we certainly have a 
um, well, a sound bar actually that pairs with a phone so people can listen to audiobooks, listen to their music, all those kinds of things. So tech and obviously super fast broadband because we know that's more important than water when the guests arrive what's the password you know they, you need to have all that up and running and really good broadband regardless of whether it's leisure business high or low end i would say so the next thing is be prepared to do meets and greets for people who are staying for a longer time and it wasn't demanded or expected when we had longer stays but actually people quite like it um if they've never been before so we had a guy flying in from delhi he arrived heathrow got a taxi there he is in our apartment in red hill so we were just there and said hi and showed him how the hot water works how the heating works because uh, you know it's a different place um didn't know what tea towels are for things that we take for granted so and it's not that you know it's not high tech in these places but it's just a little bit different you know (laughs) it's just slightly different it's not anything to do with um, where they come from except for a clash of cultures or just how quirky systems work you know you might have this um, crazy switch that can be knocked like um, an ironing board might hit it might have happened to us once and that completely sets it to not on not off and then the guest doesn't have hot water so all you need to say is make sure that switch is like that and then you'll have hot water now of course we do have guest guides and videos saying all these things but if somebody's coming for that amount of time i think it's worth actually talking to them making them feel more at home and relaxed so that they you know they feel like they've actually arrived somewhere and they can make it that home so they feel happy and that means they're more likely to settle in quickly and they're more likely to recommend you and actually it's just caring for people to be honest which is a really nice thing just making sure they're okay you know so that they know where the local shop is they know what the code is to go through certain foyers or or doors and they're not stuck wondering why they have to walk a mile around the long way you know it's just nice for them they're cared for and um, you're looking after them so that's the main thing there Um, and the next thing is be willing to show agents around so we've got an ongoing thing where a potential um, client of a corporate agent may book several properties which means we'll have to acquire them but um it's been going on a while but the agent actually came and looked around all of our apartments um after a clean was done so that meant that he knew that when he shows the client around they're amazing and he's really happy for them to stay so you know you might need to do that kind of thing it's a bit tricky when you've got guests staying full time so you have to kind of find a window when the when your properties are looking all um completely reset as in your online amazing photos but yeah that's something that you might need to do so yeah think about your ideal um client your avatar for your marketing who is your ideal guest do you want to have business guests do you want to have leisure guests because you may be somewhere where leisure forms you know 90 percent of your bookings could be anywhere that you are so who is it that you want but if you know that then um you're more likely to get those guests coming back because you're offering the types of things that they need 
Uh, and it depends where you want your business to go, obviously. So we're really keen to have um, corporate agents working with us because they tend to have the longer stays, the relocations and those types of things, teams working together. And, you know, we have a, a great rail network. We have great road links where we are. And so it's really good to get into London, get to Gatwick, all those kinds of things. And so we really, ideally, would like lots more business customers. So steer your business towards those things and, and hook up with the corporate agents if that is really your preference. But bear in mind that they do have leisure arms as well. So think about that and talk to them about that too. And the next thing is that in your business, you're going to have much lower overheads if you've got long stays so you're going to have um, a more predictable schedule for your staffing, for your cleans, check-ins and all that kind of thing. Less welcome packs to get, although guests who return every week, you might agree to give them a welcome pack every week. We do that for some of ours. Um, other guests, they just buy completely their own stuff. So you just do their service cleans for linen and and towels and a clean. And logistics generally are so much easier when you've got a longer term stay so that's something that is a real benefit so a few things that you might like to offer um, and reasons why um, you know for example um, people say oh with corporate agents like Silverdor they want you to have lots of properties all in one place don't they so I had a good chat as I said with Chris and Ollie and basically yes they do prefer clusters um, of properties in one place, one building. So if it's apartments in one building, it's brilliant. And rather than thinking that's really annoying, think actually I could get some of those because that's, you know, what they need. Um, because even if you've only got one, you can think, okay, it's in that location. Is that a good location? Will they want more in that location? Or could I look at a different location? You know, talk to them about it because the benefits to them of you being in one place is that if you have your properties all in one place, your logistics are much easier. You're likely to supply a better service, to provide a better service to the guest. Um, and actually your whole business is likely to run more smoothly because if you've got scattergun properties over all over the place, it's much harder for you to manage everything, you know, like linen, repairs, cleaning, all of it is much more difficult unless you've just got lots of different companies and it's nothing to do with you. But even so, you've still got to make sure that that's going on and it's likely to cost you more as well because we tend to have several apartments cleaned at once or at least two, kind of group them together and that reduces the overheads better for the teams because they work longer but in a more concentrated way. So there's less, you know, travel time for them and, and so forth. So they prefer that because you're more likely to give a reliable, brilliant service. So that makes sense, doesn't it? Um, and if you've got more than one option, so say if you've got a studio and a one bed and a two bed in the same location, that's great because that gives choice. Um, they have more than one person staying perhaps in a group, then they can work that out more effectively. And also if you've got a couple of colleagues working together, um, so we had two guys come from India, then they're not in the same apartment. So we had two different guys 
in two different one bed apartments but they are they were right next door to each other so they don't have to be lonely and they could go next door say hi and then go back again but they've got their own space and also if your apartments are similar they will know how things work and can help each other um and that you know it just makes them feel more settled and it may be that if you've got one booking um with a corporate agent they may think, ah, I wonder if they've got more similar accommodation because we've got more companies or more people from the same company coming. So it makes it uh, more familiar for them and easier for them to, to know they can book with you. We find that our one beds are especially busy with the corporate agents because people like their own space. So we do have zip links. Corporate guys, especially if staying long term, zip links aren't the thing. Um, in the two beds, we do have some young women staying together, but they're two beds and, you know, they're quite spacious places, a separate bathroom for each. So that's great. Um, but yeah, we find the one beds are really popular, but that doesn't mean to say that's across the board. That's just what we found in our area. But if you think about it, if your properties are all in one place, it also helps the guests with their logistics and costs. So if they've got, um, different places that they have to get to know if they come again a second time or we couldn't put you in that property but we can put you in another one that's a whole different place for them to learn about and you know we're creatures of habit we don't like change so or some people do but mostly people don't because they've got big change they're traveling a lot working away anyway so they're going to feel more settled if they vaguely know the building at least and maybe you've got the same appliances or at least similar um and they're dealing with you again still because you've got the stock for them and also um, in terms of costs and logistics if you're near um, where they're working then that's great but also it's great for the company who employ them because if they've got two people in one place they may be supplying transport um, travel to training workplace or meetings and so forth and it just makes life easier rather than having to remember loads of different places so that means you're going to be more of a go-to person it's just the ease of everything so just think about how it is for them and being in their shoes and the next thing i would say is have a, a rate sheet um, to calculate quotes for longer term stays so that you can answer requests for um, stays you know inquiries that you get coming in nice and quickly you can work them out so if they say oh they're arriving on february the 29th for 14 nights then that's kind of easy but if it's a midweek you know you don't know so have that kind of thing that you can work out and quite often you have a standard nightly rate for like two nights is our minimum and then it does decrease depending on the length of the stay so the nightly rate does that is to say and think about you know whether your cleaning's included or not usually is and whether you're going add a bit more on for additional guests they tend to like a more similar rate they don't like it varying but you're going to have to give an indication of rates within their platform anyway but just have that rate sheet so it's not so much like price labs and stuff it's more this is how much we charge when it's one um well nightly rate for two nights up to a week say or over 10 days we give this certain discount maybe five percent something like that you know and six months you might be giving 15 percent discount perhaps whatever it is that you work out you'll be able to work it out quickly and answer that inquiry and follow it up with an email nice and quickly or you might have a channel manager you can create that in but uh, certainly the simpler channel managers you'll be doing your own email with 
with those quotes in. So just have that so you know what you're charging. And they'll ask you things like, you know, is that included? What's your cancellation policy? Is there parking? That kind of thing as well. Um, and the next thing, I think we're the penultimate one, this one, commission. So they do charge 15% commission plus VAT on the commission. But then, so does booking.com, you know, I'd rather be, no offence to booking.com, they're fabulous, but I'd rather be with a long-term stay with a corporate agent than lots of separate, shorter stays with an OTA. And so, yeah, the commission is because they can get you bookings that you might not necessarily be able to get. So, you know, you might not know a company that works out of India, supplies staff too x company so they're really worth their weight in gold they really are and um i think i said they're about 35 percent of our business at the moment the corporate agents so a really good solid base and it means you don't have to think about all the logistics of the shorter stage you know you've just got that steady thing going on so it's worth it in my view, you know, balance. But my final point is it's great to have a mix of different types of bookings. So corporate agents are awesome, but also, you know, get your direct bookings. You're going to have OTAs. Um, have a mix and that helps with, um, you know, your cash flow because corporate agents, usually you invoice them and they pay you a bit later, either at start of stay, 30 days from invoice um, or 30 days from uh, the guest arriving, whatever it is. Um, so you don't want to just have all your eggs in one basket, essentially. And obviously, if you get direct bookings, there's no commission, but you're going to have a marketing spend or rely on recommendation or reviews. So, you know, it's got to come from somewhere. So that's pretty much it. I'm just going to summarize that. But yeah, get to know your corporate agents and make sure you know who your account manager is and find out what they need. So that's the first point. Second point is become the path of least resistance. So easy route for them to book. Solve problems and prevent them arising. So you've got happy guests. Uh, I think I might have said that first actually before, but happy guests is the main thing because if their guests are happy, they're gonna keep coming back and asking the agents for you, even for the same properties. Um, Long-term bookings, it's brilliant. So that's what we're really looking for. Um, they may extend and they could be cut short but basically long-term bookings work really well for us be prepared to meet and greet for longer-term bookings be willing to show agents around your properties Um, make your corporate guests happy think about who your guest avatar is you know who actually is it that you would really like coming to stay who is your idol guest gives you least pain you can look after brilliantly and you know you get good revenue good profit from it next thing is you have lower overheads if you have long stays so it's predictable for staffing scheduling uh, cleaning all of those things so yeah lower overheads is all good and think about what you need to offer in terms of where your property is if they're all in one building all in one location within a town or city that's really good cars it means your service is going to be more reliable and so you're going to be more recommended by corporate agents it's great for the um, company's booking and the guests staying because if they're in a group they'll be together and you've got more options to accommodate them as well you know in the same place which helps because from a work point of view that helps them as well as socially 
Um, you may need similar types of accommodation for more similar types of guests coming later. So if the agents know they're in one place and they're good, they think, right, have they got any more? Um, one beds are especially busy for us, so that's one point. You help guests with logistics and costs by having everything all in one place and it means they don't have to get to know lots of other places. Same for the company, helps with their logistics and their costs as well in terms of travel to training and so on. It's just the, the amount of ease, um, just the least uh, resistance and effort that you know is aggravating. When somebody's staying, there's enough to organise it anyway, so you just want to be the easy part of that that provides the great service so next thing is have a rate sheet to quote quickly don't worry so much about the commission obviously factor it in because you need to be making money it's no good having longer bookings when um you know you haven't quoted correctly you've got to account for that so you do actually make a profit didn't really go into that but yeah do make sure you're actually making a profit with that and do still have a mix of different types of bookings so it may be that you end up with a third or so of corporate guests in the end or maybe more than that maybe a bit less than that but do make sure you get direct bookings as well and that just helps you so you spread your risk and you also have cash flow of different types so it's a really beneficial partnering with corporate agents, I would say, in a conclusion, because it does mean that you are working together. It's not an us and them thing. It really is working together to provide brilliant service accommodation for your guests. So if you've got any comments about this, please do post in the service accommodation secrets page or group. And I look forward to seeing you next time. Thanks so much. Sharing the secrets of success.